Joining us now, he's the original Mr. 59 on the PGA Tour, Al Guyberger joins us again. Al, welcome back into the golf shop. Oh, thank you. It's nice to be back. Thanks, yeah, Al. you're down at Augusta, uh, survived a little weather down there. Um, you know, so you played a bunch of times in the Masters. Um, got a, <laughs> you know, I mean, a couple of decent finishes, probably nothing like what you would want to do down there, but... Uh, you know, first off, give me a feel for what didn't work for you at the Masters. What didn't work? Yeah, what didn't what didn't work? I mean, why didn't uh, you why didn't you win at the why did you not win at that golf course? Why did I not play well there? That's a good question. Uh, well, two things at the time uh, it favored the longer hitter, which it still does, I think, yep. and it favored those who could draw the ball. And I. I basically faded the ball, and so Augusta, every time I hit it, it wasn't quite far enough, so it would hit into the face of the hill. Every hole had a hole, had a face of the hill that you had to just carry over. If you got over it, you got 30 yards bonus, and so I never got any bonuses. (laughs) (laughs) Every once in a while, I realized what I was missing when I did get over one, but it favored the one that could, you could hit it right to left, and and turn it and hit it a long way. That's why, uh, um, uh, who wanted left-hander, he, he hits a fade, but it's a hook comes yeah, out of the hook and he's long. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, what, you, you I mean you had you had a couple of thirteenth place finishes, a second, a fifteenth. So I mean, you, you you got yourself into contention a couple times. I mean, was there was there a year where maybe a shot that cost you a chance to maybe be right there on a Sunday, late on a Sunday? No. No. <laughs> uh, no. What I here's my pattern at the Masters. I would usually shoot seventy four, five, six the first round, seventy seven. And then I would have to come back and play really hard to make the cut. So I always shot myself in the foot the first round. And it was almost a pattern every year. I played, I think, 17 times right. in Masters. And never, I think my best was about 12 or something like that. But I remember, and I only, I remember when I broke, my highlight might have been breaking 70, shooting 69, playing with Sam Snead in the Tucson. Wow. And uh, that I, I, sticks in my mind. What a great moment uh, it was then. And now I realize really what a great moment mm-hmm. it was. I mean, you know, for, for those that have never been, I mean, TV doesn't do it justice. I mean, the amount of elevation change that you go through on yeah. some of the holes. I mean, for, for you, I mean, you, you did mention, you know, not getting the rollout sometimes. What, what, for you, what was the most difficult hole and what was the hole that you seemed to enjoy the most out there? <laughs> Ah, uh, let's see. None, none of them too much. Nothing really sticks out. Uh, I, it was always kind of a struggle. Uh, I was actually, not to change the subject, but I asked some of the players, Justin Thomas, I was in the locker room today having breakfast, and a couple of guys came by, and I said, well, I'm not hiking out there, so what did they do to number five? And, you know, I heard they moved it back. Mm-hmm. And they basically told me it's not moved back as much as they made you think it was. And they must have moved a bunker or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that hole was already so hard to begin with. Uh, number five is, is just a long, kind of miserable hole. <laughs> um, it had a green. It has a green still, I think. 
it has a long false front. In other words, yep. the front goes for quite a ways, then it goes uphill onto the backside of the green. And I remember Bob Rosberg, who used to, you know, speak his mind and say whatever he thought about something. And he said, that hole, number five and number 14, which is another one, has a long false front. And he would say, here at Augusta National, these are the greatest two holes. These two greens are the greatest greens in the whole world. <laughs> if you put them on any other golf course in a time, they would be the blank, blankety blank, worst greens. <laughs> and, you know, that's the way Bob Rosberg was. He was a character oh, yeah. that always spoke his mind. And he, <laughs> I'll never forget when he said that. Put him anywhere else. They would be, well, you could, it'd be censored. Help. <laughs> so number five is a really a tough hole, but they're all tough. If you just do the wrong thing, uh, there's no easy holes out there, even what you might call the easy, what appear to be easy holes, like uh, 13, the 13, the par five, which there are a lot of eagles. But, oh, one of my highlights, I played with, Nakajima, one of the Japanese players, yeah, yeah, yeah. when he shot, when he made 13 on the hole. I, that was another of my highlights. <laughs> I was playing with him when he did that. <laughs> I, I remember that. I really I remember that. Tommy Nakajima. Oh, he, sat there in the, he sat in the creek and kept trying to hit it, and it <laughs> wouldn't quite come out, and he kept trying. But uh, I think you look at all the holes, they're, if you play them right, they're good to you, and if you play them wrong, it can really... We had a flex 12, uh, the par three. Mm -hmm. If you hit a good shot and the wind is right, you hit a perfect shot. It's in there close. A good chance for a birdie. If not, you could go on forever. You know, you've heard, you've heard a lot of stories about that. So I guess that's what the mystery of Augusta National is. And you mentioned the undulations. I was sitting on a bench today. Just people were sitting there and I'm talking to gallery people and we're talking and they said, I had they were the first time they'd ever mm -hmm. seen the course, and that's what's fun. People say I had no idea there was that much undulation and slope in the golf course. You know, to if you hike down and go to the bottom of the course, you got a long hike uphill coming back, and that's what fools most people. Al, I, and, that's that's exactly what I what I tell people is they it, it's it's hard to believe that that's a six story drop from the tenth tee down to the bottom of the fairway there, and then if you keep going down to Amen Corner, I mean it's yeah. even it's even further down. And now that I'm sixty three years old, the thought of me climbing back up that hill all the way to the clubhouse, I don't want to do that I anymore. I'm, You're right. I'm eighty one. I'm eighty one now, and I'm not even going to try it. And it's. Uh, because you go down and you kind of work your way down, it kind of sneaks up on you, and all of a sudden you got to come back. But you actually do it twice in the round. Yeah. Front nine, you work your way down That's right. and work your way back to the ninth hole, and then on ten, you work your way on down in the amen corner, like you say, and then you got to work your way back up. But it's so pretty. I mean, we're making it sound terrible, but you're also looking at some of the most beautiful holes in the world, uh, and the galleries here are so different. They're so respectful of the course, and they're so happy to be there. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, and like today, I, my son was shopping in the pro shop, and so I said, oh, I'm going to sit out on the bench out front. Well, these other gentlemen sat down, and like I, I'm repeating myself, but they're, they'd come up for one day from Florida, southern Florida, 
flown up for one day mm-hmm. to come out and and see the whole golf course in one day, and then they're driving back to Atlanta and going home. And I went, oh my goodness. Yeah. Is it still? No way I would do that. <laughs> no. Is is but, it still a highlight for you every year to go back to Augusta, Al? I'm sure it is. Uh yes, it is. In fact. I played all those years and didn't do that well, so I didn't have a great feeling. I came back a few years for Spalding to entertain their their uh, customers, mm-hmm. and then I didn't come back for a long time until the last seven or eight years. A friend of mine brings uh, a lot of group, a lot of people in, and he lives there in the desert where we live. and And my son and I, we we kind of host them, and so it's gotten me back into it. And I realized. But I didn't look at Augusta National in the right way that I should <laughs> when I played it. You know? Well, you know, I played a practice roundabout. Well, they won't let us play anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the non-participating invitees, uh, they won't let us play on the course. They used to let us play, and I'd play nine. I'm wiped out by nine. Um, but I just couldn't believe how long it was. I would hit it off. They only have the player tees, mm-hmm. the tournament tees. And the member tees, and there, there's a thousand yards different. And I would hit it off the player uh, tournament tees because that's what my friends wanted to see. And then I'd have to pick it up and throw it a hundred yards. And then, <laughs> then it, it was really demoralizing. They don't realize they've made this course so long. Yeah. What they call it, tiger proofing. Yeah, that was the, exactly. Their, uh, well, do you? Do you? Is, I was going to say, do you? Pro- go ahead. The whole production of the tournament, though. Even though you complain about certain things, you look at the whole thing, the driving range, uh, the new driving range. Have you seen that? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Uh, that is the nicest driving range <laughs> and there is. They have a dog leg left, a dog leg right. They have um, multiple bunkers and short shots and everything. But the seating for the gallery behind it is permanent. Mm-hmm. And it's built into that hill and there's soft cushions. And you can just sit there and relax most of the day and watch the players hit balls. To me, that's the number one practice tee in the country. It's so beautiful for spectators. Mm-hmm. Because you- you're not sitting on standing on the ground. You're you're sitting in in uh, bleachers, but they're also in a hill. They've filled in the hill so that you 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 don't notice that the bleachers sticking up. It, it's uh, they really did, and the buildings they build, everything they do, it's, it's just an unbelievable production. I look at it, wow, what a job, and the, what they do for television and, and build all those facilities. It's just, and the press room, uh, My okay, here's one of my downers for the whole thing, is they talk about how the great new press room, I don't know, have you been to that? I've never no. seen it, but it's something else, but... I never, this is how good I played at the Masters. I never knew where the press room was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shows you how well I played. <laughs> you know, I mean, does it seem like that, that Augusta certainly does fit the eye of some people, and that's what makes these past champions always so difficult? I mean, you look at guys like Nicholas, who, you know, we, we know he won in 86, and but he competed after that, and, and you got somebody like Freddie Couples who always seems to be somewhere near the leaderboard, no matter how bad his back is. I mean, it just seems to fit certain people, and, and it just seems they, to raise their spirits when they show up. Right. They, they hit the ball high, and they usually turn it over, or if they're left-handed like Phil and Bubba, uh, it's like, like the hook. 
and they're high and long, you know. So those are basically all things. And, of course, you need a great putter. Uh, you get, you, I was always intimidated by the greens. So uh, I guess uh, I guess I really didn't have much chance, did I? <laughs> that's, why the, that's why that 69 that I shot that day was so great. <laughs> felt so good. <laughs> but, uh, well, uh, uh, Al, who's going to win it this year? Oh, boy. You know, picking winners of tournaments, but, um, oh, gosh, and I, I, I don't even have one that pops out. Uh, are we, well, uh, are, are we going to get a repeat winner? Or are we going to get somebody new? Let's make it easier then. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to repeat. He doesn't sound like he's playing very well. I played with uh, uh, who won last year in the par three about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Patrick Reed. And when he was new and he hooked the ball a lot and he's strong as a bull. And that was, I went, oh my goodness, mm. how these guys play now. And uh, it's incredible. But it doesn't sound like he's very confident right now. But things can change. Uh, uh, you know, if, if Rory keeps can get hot, if Rory gets hot and gets that putter going, He's really hard to beat. And Tiger, we're always pulling for him. Uh, Tiger has it in him. See, great players have it in them. If they can all of a sudden click into something that lets that out, then they and they forget about playing bad and they go, uh, that could happen. But it, I think it's going to be hard. He's getting older. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of the younger ones. There's so many good players coming along. But, uh and they're so long. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, well, Al, we, we really appreciate you coming on with us and giving us a little uh, talk about the, the days at Augusta. And I'm sorry the course did not work out well for you all those years. <laughs> no, it took me many years afterwards to figure out why. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't smart enough while I was doing it to, uh, to, to, play, to change it. But as time went by, I said, you know what? I really didn't have a chance. I wasn't putting well. I wasn't hitting the ball long. Uh, you know, I was just an average hitter, and I couldn't draw the ball. I would try and practice a couple times at home to draw the ball. I remember practicing getting ready for Augusta. And the years that I did that, I did have better years. But uh, basically, a little fade off the tee, and accuracy was more my my thing. But I didn't really, wasn't great in length, especially nowadays. Gosh, it's just. Mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the combination of the players, their physical shape, the equipment, everything. It's, uh, uh-huh. but it, uh, and You know, one thing here, though, that I, I didn't finish it, the people, the galleries that come here, they're so respectful. They act different. You turn into a different person when you come to watch this tournament. They all are courteous to each other. They very seldom ever get out of hand. They're they're so happy to be there. It's it's a different atmosphere. I mean, it's it's amazing, uh, and the people are different when they get here. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like you're on holy grounds, and you don't want to be, you don't want to lose your ticket. That's right. You don't want to get kicked out. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thanks again, Matt. We really appreciate it. We'll catch up with you again soon. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me on.